Yo, yo. What it do? What back. it do, baby? We back. We back. Another uh, another episode of the Man to Man Pod. Yours truly, Darius Butler, one half. Got my co-host Antoine Bethe. What it do? What's good, man? You on vacay? Took took time out his big busy schedule on vacay with the with the fam for spring break, man. Appreciate you jumping on. Um, I Obviously, a lot going on. Uh, sports world got our national championships, both men's and women's. Uh, you got a chance to watch them? I did, man. Um, last night, you know, watched the um, watched the men's. You know, I think we, you know, we talked about it last week. I think we both had that um, winning, but <clears throat> Baylor came out and spanked them boys. I think from start Boy. to finish, start to finish, man, it was um, you know, it was it was impressive what Baylor did. You know, in the defensive end. And on um offensive end, so shout out to to to, to Baylor. Yeah, they 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 came out and handled business, jumped out the gate, and never looked back. You know, Gonzaga tried to go on, go on a few different runs. That shit, that shit got stopped at the door every time. Um, every time. I mean, I, I I definitely wanted a better game, uh, you know, for entertainment purposes. But uh, Baylor came out, blew the doors off of Houston in the Final Four, and then got to the Natty, did the same thing to um to Gonzaga. Yeah, so, uh, shout out to them, man. And a lot of people nah, said, uh, you know, I don't be locked in on the college basketball season like that. But a lot of people were saying, a lot of my friends that watch it were saying, like Baylor, they look like the best team during the year before I guess COVID threw some things off for them. So mm-hmm. um, I guess they was coming in the game feeling a little disrespected. I picked them to cover. I ain't picking to win, but I picked them to cover. So nah, it was a uh, um, like you said, man, it was a, a very impressive outing, man, um, by Baylor. Um, I, it's crazy because I think we all, I'm not all, but you know, a lot of people <clears throat> wanted to see if, you know, Zaska finish the season, finish, finish the year out, you know, finish that, the perfect, uh, year. The perfect year. Um, it just looked like they just came out flat last night, but you can't you think, take you think, you think they were, they won't make excuses here. You think they, they had their legs a little, um, little gone? They, they, they looked a little. Baylor just looked like they was on a, on a different level, so I I that can't sit here crazy say, too. Yeah, but but I can't sit here and say that you know they, they played all year, they played well all year in the final four, they played well. Um, so I, I I can't I can't stand on that. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Now on the uh, on the women's side, women's side, we had a, we had a much better game, much better game. I pick uh pick Stanford to win. Um, you know it would have been I don't want to say Cinderella, but you know. Three seeds or non one seeds rarely win on the women's side. So uh, mm-hmm. Arizona gave it all they got. Uh, McDonald, you know, put the team on the back. On the back. You yeah. know, they 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 played her well defensively. Um, Stanford, they, you know, they're big, they're athletic. Down the stretch, though, they had some questionable plays on on both sides uh, drawn up. But uh, that was that was still a still an outstanding game. I know you picked Arizona in the Final Four, who actually beat my UConn Huskies. Couldn't believe that shit, but um, man, they got that. that he could close it out. I knew, I knew that was um, I knew that was cut coming. it out. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Shoot, shout out to the to the Arizona man, Wildcats man, getting you kind of out of there. But um, but like you said, you know, Stanford they uh, Plato had an amazing game. Um, you know, to the wire, last shot. So, um, big up to them. Yeah, they did. They did. They did. They came in as number one overall seed. Uh, on the women's side, handle business all the all the way to the end and got it. Made a defensive stop to get it to close it out. So shot. And I think uh 
it was what 20 29 years same coach uh between championships i think that was the longest you know longest span between she won one 29 years ago won another one so that was crazy for her to get back on it shows you how hard it is to win that shit too exactly 29 years that's a long time long time hell yeah but um let's get to this football man yeah yeah you're your guy i've been, I've been Hey, look at here. Look at here. <laughs> so your guy on the move. So, so you, you tweeted. You mm-hmm. tweeted me. It was like you know, Philadelphia Jets and Darius Butler. You know, they kind of seen the situation the same. Um, traded them to the to the Carolina Panthers. Obviously, the Carolina Panthers see something in them. Um, yeah. And I and I, you know, I hit you back and was like, you know, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see mm-hmm. this time next year. I would hand out for both sides. Um, you know, I think you you still stand firm on, on what you thought they should do. they should do. I'm gonna still stand firm on what I thought um, they should do. But hey, um, hopefully it works out for the for the Jets and hope it work out for uh, Sam Donald. Yeah, I mean, right now it looks like a a, a win win win. Yeah, it looks like a win for Carolina. They look like they got somebody. I guess you know that, that they believe in or that they feel. Um, they that can be better than Teddy Bridgewater. Um, yeah. I ne- I don't necessarily see that as an upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater personally, um, but he's younger, um, maybe more potential upside that they see. Like I said, I don't see it uh, from the Jet standpoint. Obviously, they got a sixth round pick this year. Next year, they got a second and a fourth, which is pretty good value from a, for a guy you were going obviously uh, you know move on from, and uh, you know they're going to start fresh. Most people are saying it's Wilson. Could be Fields, could you know whoever at that at that uh, two spot, but we know you know they're not going to do what you said, trade back, get more picks at this point. They're going to draft the quarterback, um, and then obviously the Jets get more capital. So uh, it looks like a win, win, win. We'll see. We're going to see. You think uh, you and a lot of people, you definitely not in the minority because I, I actually put up a, a survey yesterday. I want to say like thirty thousand people voted, and it was fifty-seven percent. Sam Darnold, I asked, you know, if you're the Panthers, who would you rather have at quarterback, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold or Teddy Bridgewater? And uh, 57% of the voters said Sam Darnold. So I guess you're not in the minority. A lot of people coming out say, oh, he's finally going to get coached. He's finally going to have a chance. He got weapons around him. We're going to see Sam Darnold, blah, blah, blah. Joe Brady's this offensive guru uh, down in Carolina. I mean, you know, they throw that tag around quick. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll see. We shall see. That's all you can do right now. All you can do is sit back. I mean, you know, I, I'm never gonna act like I know everything, you know. Um, but you know, it's what it's all about. You know, people personal opinions. Um, the Jets have theirs. You know, what I mean, again, uh, the Panthers had has, has theirs. So, um, and I could be wrong. You know, Sam Donald could go out there, Carolina, have some weapons around him. Good coaching and still stink it up. Shit, it, it, it could be what it is, but um, I think I would I would just like to see it, and um, hopefully mm-hmm. we'll be able to see that. And then, as far as the Jets, whoever they end up picking, um, and then number two spot, um, Wilson or or, or Fields, like you know, again, we, we'll see what they're gonna do. I still, <laughs> it's still, it's still tough for me um, to bring a, another. Obviously, you know, you're not thinking about this year. We're going to go to the Super Bowl. Obviously, every team is coming into the season and and 
and that's the goal. But if we're gonna be realistic, yeah. we don't see realistic. that for this year. Yeah, we don't see that for the Jets this year. So if you're looking two, three years down the line, are we back with the Jets? Asking the same question. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we don't see, man, if the if the Jets have enough patience to really um form um form some around whatever young quarterback they they pick in this year's draft. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's never going to be one man that's going to take you, you know, that's going to be like, this This ain't basketball. You know, you can't get one guy in there, the rookie or not, come in and say, hey, everybody jump on my back. I'm going to take us to the promised land. So um, they definitely got to continue to build. A lot of people believe in Joe Douglas, uh, been a good GM. Uh, I know I've heard nothing but great things about Robert Salah, the head coach position. Uh, they got LaFleur uh, as the OC, you know, who's a pass game coordinator. So, um. We shall see, you know, but, you know, a young quarterback, a rookie quarterback, they're going to struggle. Um, but if you feel like you got a guy that you can really build around, um, like I said, I think it's three guys in this draft um, that, in my opinion, you know, you you always look back on these draft three, four, five years down the line and be like, damn, I was dead wrong about that guy or I was absolutely right. But um, I think in this draft it's three guys who clearly have a higher ceiling than, uh, than Sam Darnold. Um, cause Sam Darnold, you know, he was turnover prone in college, same thing in the league. Um, so you get a guy who can take care of the ball and you can continue to build. Cause you got, you got one of the best left tackles that they drafted already in the league with Beckton. You keep building up that, that O and D line, get some more pieces up and down that roster. Um, you know, they got a chance to compete in that division in a couple of years, but, um, yeah, we'll years, see, man. man. Yeah, a couple of years. <laughs> if that, if that record not looking good, guess what we we'll talking about, D-Buck? The same thing, but the see, that's the thing, thing, though. I, I I don't I don't see. I wasn't. I don't. I don't. Remember, I don't know how high you were on Sam Donald coming out, but I wasn't that high, you know, on him thinking that he was going to be, you know, the next whatever. You know, I thought he was a good quarterback. Um, but I mean, it. it I'm much higher on Zach Wilson and Justin Fields at this coming into the league than I was on Sam Donald. Like you said, you can always look back and be wrong. But I think both of these guys, I will feel better about building around going forward. And I think we're gonna I'm really not. see, we're gonna really see the best of Sam Darnold now. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's it's no excuses for him now. You got one of the most dynamic weapons in the backfield now with Christian McCaffrey. Um, you got Robbie Anderson, who he's already familiar with. How you feel? How you feel if you Robbie Anderson though? I mean, you need a Jets, you need Sam Darnold. I don't know. I mean, that would be a good question to ask Robbie Anderson, obviously, <laughs> off, the, off the camera to get a to get a real answer. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. You Robbie Anderson might like uh Sam Darnold. You know what I mean? We don't know. Right. Let me let me see Robbie's numbers last year because I know he went over a thought while. But um, well, if he did let's, like let's, him, let's talk about the other quarterback though. That we we're not talking about in this this whole equation, Teddy Bridgewater. Like, let's talk about it. You know, um, I think they talked about you know, obviously trying to restructure his contract. Um, if you're Teddy Bridgewater, what what, what are you, what are you thinking now? Are you trying to get out of there, or are you you know going to stay in there and try to compete? What's your mindset? Um. I mean, the the organization. We I feel like we always talk about it with the other court. Like the organization is. is I mean, I feel like they gave up on him after one year. You know, Matt Rule, um, you know, you got a, a completely new. 
And like you said, this football thing, this ain't like these other sports. Like these football, this football thing, every it's it's all one group. So you had a new head coach, uh, a, a new OC, new DC, new everything. Teddy Bridge would have got one year without C Mac for most of the year. Teddy dealt with some injuries. You know, you had a, a first year NFL coordinator with Joe Brady, and then they just gave up on him. And then you go and get Sam Darnold. So it's not like you went out and got Russell Wilson, or you went out and got Deshaun, or you went out and got one of these guys, you know, who are clearly a cut above. You went out and really made, I mean, if you look at their numbers, a blind uh, comparison, you would go with Teddy Bridgewater 10 times out of 10. But since people have this idea of what Sam was coming out of college, you get a different, you know, and he's 23, so you get a different thing. But uh, if I'm if I'm Teddy B, man, I don't know. It's tough, man. It, it, I guess I guess you I guess you stay and compete because it's not too many better situations out there now. Um, but I, I feel like they 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 gave up on on Teddy Bridgewater way too quick, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, I, and most people that I talk to that have because I put it on my story. On Instagram, most people that have commented on me that play the game, especially most players, I want to say like 90. I had a quarterback, a, a, a quarterback who started plenty of games in his league, DM me like terrible. I'm like, for who? He's like the Panthers. He was like, Teddy Bridge was clearly, clearly better than Sam Brown. I thought it was a little close, but so most most players feel that way. But, um, you know, these decision makers and they, they're going to pick up Sam Darnold's fifth year option as well, which is like 20 something million. So. That's a clear sign that that's going to be their guy going forward. So, um, you know, Teddy B in a bad spot right now. They talking about that quarterback position like he's not even there. Honestly, they still saying they could draft one at eight. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if I'm Teddy again, B, I, I stay, though. I mean, like you said, I think it's at this point, it, it, it's a tough situation. Um, you know, I think all the teams that was in the play for a quarterback had kind of set themselves up what they were going to do either, you know, get somebody in free agency and then. The team that's looking for quarterback in the draft, obviously, I think it's a so you got really like five quarterbacks in the draft that that mm -hmm. could go. So, like you said, if I'm if I'm Teddy B, um, in a tough situation in a tough spot, but again, like you said, you got to sit there. And keep. Yeah, it's just I mean, you know what what leverage does he have right now? You know what other nah. opportunities are there out there? Yeah, uh, he, in, he in a tough spot, man. I'm I'm definitely glad he got you know he got he got that bread. He got some bread last year. You said they're trying to restructure his deal. I seen something that there was um it was some some talks about that. Uh, not mm -hmm. you know again it could be a situation where he like he doesn't want to do that. But again, you know that's the the business side of the situation. Yeah. Well, Robbie Anderson had his best career. His best year statistically last year, first year over a thousand, uh, you know, when it, almost eleven hundred thousand ninety six, only three touchdowns. Um, catch percentage was his highest by far, almost sixty nine point nine percent, sixty eight yards a game. So um, his previous high was fifty eight and a half back in two thousand seventeen. Um, so obviously more productive, you know. With uh with Teddy Bridgewater, but you know that could be a lot of different things. Could be coaching, could be you know personnel around. There could be some other things. But if you look at the numbers, he's had his best. He had his best year with, like I said, a banged up Teddy B, banged up C Mac. Uh, but we're gonna see, man. It, it, like I said, I think I think Sam Darnold's getting a lot of passes. I think people you know feel a certain way about him, and they just want and people. I think 
innately just want to be right about a guy you know what i mean so if a guy comes out and i say hey i think lamar jackson's gonna be good in the league anything i see him do like that's i'm gonna say okay i want him to be good so when i see him doing well i'm gonna highlight that when i see him have setbacks i'm kind of gonna make excuses for that almost and i think that's what a lot of people are doing with sam darnold instead of just looking at what you know what's out there He's been a league for years. As many question marks as people have, act like. Uh, I've, I've seen. I've, like, but I, I've seen. Um, I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I can't. I can't disagree with you. Um, on on that statement. Um, but again, you know, I'm talking. Just uh, and we can keep talking about the same thing, same thing. I think we can keep saying the, the same shit, really. But you know, we we know what Sam Donald had out there. Um, I know you was one of the guys like, man, why is Adam, Adam Gates, why does he still have a job? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so, uh, again, you know, if I'm a, if, if this is what I'm dealing with and everybody's training for my, the guy that's, that's helping me become a better player, then, you know, it's just a tough situation all around. But, like, again, we keep saying we're going to see. We're going to see what Sam Donald does. It's, he has – he's going to have some weapons. Um, and we're gonna see if he can put out. If not, shit, it's another story to tell. Your mic, put your mic on, bro. My fault. I had to mute. I had to landscape it outside. Um, Matt, Matt Merringer, is Sam Donner the next Tannehill? Well, I mean, he got C-Mac behind him. The best thing that happened to Tannehill was getting Derrick Henry. I know a lot of people talk about, you know, being away from Adam Gase, um, you know, getting with Arthur Smith and things like that. But it's a lot as a play caller, as a quarterback. If I got a monster like that behind me, that makes things a hell of a lot easier yeah. to navigate at that, at that quarterback position. So um, because defenses – when we're preparing, when we're preparing to play somebody like uh, the Panthers, for instance, like twenty-two is going to be priority number one. Like where that's one of the things. That's one of them weeks where the D coordinator going to have you know twenty-two is all over the meet rooms and shit like that. So it's, we all thinking like where's twenty-two in the pass game in the run game. So um, that helps everybody run. Kind of how it was with the Steelers when uh, AB was on that tear. Big Ben, was, you know, they were putting up numbers. Le'Veon was putting up numbers, obviously. You always had to know where 26 was because he affected the run game and the pass game. So um, that helps a quarterback tremendously. So um, he does have that weapon behind him. Like I said, we're going to see because there's no excuses for him now. A lot of people are making excuses for him. But uh, now the rubber going to meet the road for him and Joe Brady, I think. Because Joe Brady, obviously, a lot of people talking about him because of what he did at LSU. But um, just like players, that shit don't count for nothing to me um, until you do it consistently in, in a big boy league. So um, we'll see though. What you think? I know you 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 probably think he will be. I will. He will be what? The next Tannehill. Oh man, I'm not gonna say and say that. Shit. He gotta he gotta show. You know, he he's he's in Carolina. He gotta show and prove. I I mm-hmm. am sticking to. To the fact that you know he gets a, a good foundation around him, you know we judge him off that. You know if if, if it's if he sits down his leg this year, um, <laughs> we'll have we'll be having this discussion again next year. You know what I mean? And again, I can come back and say, D. But you know what? You was one hundred percent right. Oh man, I can't wait for that. 
Hey, you know, I'm saying it, it's, it's gonna happen. It, it, I can't wait uh, we'll see again. We will see. We will see. You know, I don't, I don't want to wish negatively on them. I hope you do well, Sam Darnold. That's hope we see a lot of good Darnold. So, what we got out here, man? Man, I want to talk about um something that I think that's is uh that's important, man. Um, uh, HBCU uh combine i think uh that's it's, it's gonna be happening april 9th and 10th um Trudeau. i think it's uh what is that well i say alabama it's an alabama i'll look it up right now um yeah it's an i sent alabama somewhere but i think this is huge man just for the whole landscape that uh historically black colleges and universities um being able to get these young guys um in front of uh personnel you know just coming to my time i think it might have been a a handful of guys that was able to get uh, to the scouting combine. I know that helped me out tremendously. So to be able to have this um, this combine, just these guys, so you know the scouts, personnel scouts, to get their eyes on them, and it's gonna be a, a huge opportunity just to give them an opportunity, give them a chance, man, to showcase uh, their abilities, man. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, that it should be. Uh, that should be. That should be dope. Um, it's gonna be at. Uh... <clears throat> University, this is about University of Alabama, Birmingham. Birmingham, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Last year's April event 9th. was scheduled to take place in Miami, yep, April 9th. Um, April 9th, April have, 7th. Yeah, man, so it's good to get because the thing about like pro days and combines and things like that, you know, it's only so many people that these teams have. Um, so if depending on who's going to be performing at these pro days or combines or whatever that's kind of who what caliber of guys the organization will send to check these people out so um if you got you know a lot of guys in one place that makes it easier makes it more convenient for the teams to send their you know higher level scouts or decision makers, people that are higher up on that totem pole and make decisions to see guys who you know wouldn't wouldn't have those eyes on them otherwise so um it's gonna be big for the guys i'm sure i bet i bet my last dollar that we'll see multiple guys from this combine um, you know, have successful careers in the league and it's going to start um, because of what's happening. And especially this year, a lot of programs, you know, not being able to to to, to go through the season like like normal with uh, COVID and everything. So um definitely happy for those guys, happy uh, for the NFL put this together, right? Yeah, man, it was a um, <clears throat> combination with the, uh, the NFL and, you know, black college, man. So, again, it's, that's huge, man, just to be able to – Potentially get an opportunity, man, to eat to even get in the camp. Because once you get in the camp, who knows what can happen? You know, um, mm -hmm. you know, undrafted guys. You know, you heard you know great stories of undrafted guys or guys being able to get you know just a late late round draft pick, man, and just uh, make a great career out of it, man. So again, man, I'm I'm excited for it. Just looking forward to seeing um, some guys, you know, make some money off of this opportunity. For sure, for sure. Speaking of money, um, did you see the new uh which I, I hadn't I hadn't heard about until what was that yesterday or the day before, maybe? Um, the NFL's rolling out a new kind of payment plan, you know, throughout our career. It was yeah. a 17-week plan, which those who don't know, you know, whatever your salary is, it was you know based outside of the bonuses, it will be paid throughout the 17-week period. So every week you would get a check. So your salary would be split 17 ways, basically. So throughout the check, the rest of the weeks, throughout the year, it was basically on you to, you know, manage that money and do, 
whatever you're going to do with it. But now they've changed it to now it's a, either 34 or 36 week. I think it's 36. Okay. So 36 week payment plan. Now, uh, I definitely have my thoughts on it. What, what's your thoughts on that? Not like it. Um, at the end of the day, though, guys still have to be um, aware financially of what they're doing with their money. Um, 17 weeks or 36 weeks, you can still blow your money. But I do like the fact that they are spreading um, spreading that out to 36 weeks. So I'm, I'm with the move. I, I, I like it. Mm -hmm. What's your stance yeah. on it? I mean, I like it. I like it, but I definitely think um, – it should be a, a, a way that you can opt out, opt back into the 17 week plan because, you know, year one, you know, Antoine or Darius, damn right, put me on that 36 plan, put me on that 36 week plan. It should be mandatory. Uh, and then maybe after year one or year two, whatever, second, third year, maybe you should be able to opt into the 17 week plan just because, um, you know, tax that's implications and yeah, a lot of stuff taxes. That goes into and, yeah. yeah, and that's the longer that, you know, the NFL is holding your money, you know, that money is working for them and not you. And if you know what to do, if you're financially responsible enough to know what to do and know. And some guys come into the league with that type of uh, with that sure. type of ability, but most guys definitely don't. So uh, to protect the majority, I would say make it default, make it mandatory, maybe that first year, maybe even a second. But for sure, the older players should have the ability to opt into uh, the 17-week plan um to you know to do their things how, how they're doing it but um but in and brandon mcmanus he retweeted because i said that yesterday on my twitter and he retweeted and said that they tried to get that done that that exactly that like they try to make it mandatory for year one and then be able to for guys to opt out but um the owners basically said all or nothing you know either it's you know always 36 week or it's always 17 and then the year before the cba ends it automatically switches back to the 17 week payment plan and B McManus said, said he thinks that was done intentionally so that hopefully players basically trick their money off and are in a worse financial position to hold out and do you know the type of games yeah. his owner plays yeah, so uh it's 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 grimy up there so um yeah that, that's that's wild yeah that's wild but you know what i mean i think well, a lot of it, I think it's the pros and cons to both to both sides. But I, I, I do mm -hmm. agree with you as far as that mandatory first year definitely gotta gotta be on that thirty six pay period. You know what I mean? The thirty six week pay period. Um, and then I do agree with you as far as um being able to opt out of that thirty six. And you know, because again, you know, if I'm year eight and you know I'm 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 on uh, my like you said my financial advisor, my business, whoever. Um, they're on it, and we're able to maneuver um, taxes the way the big boys maneuver their taxes as far as money wise. Mm -hmm. um, that could put me back. You know what I mean? That that could yeah. put me back, and that could hinder me. So I agree with you on that as well. Yeah, and uh, we already have a lot of people probably don't know this, but we already have one of probably the most unfair. And I know a lot of people won't care, but uh taxes tax situation yeah. with the shop taxes that we pay they definitely uh, not gonna care <laughs> yeah <laughs> definitely not gonna care you pay a tax in uh in you know, every, every state, every state you and play. like that yeah. some some say i think cincinnati like they got a city and a state tax um so yeah it, it, it's some it's some different shit. but 
more importantly, I think the more overarching um, important thing, regardless of what pay period you're getting paid, is uh, guys taking more responsibility, um, you know, over their finances. Because that's the biggest thing. Game, that's the that's the biggest thing by far, man. Because when you playing this game, you know that money coming in, you know, so much, so fast that it's hard to see, especially with how we're wired and program. You know, we're wired and program from however long you've been playing the game to think about, you know, that next play, that next, you know, series, that next day, that next whatever. So it's hard for athletes to kind of flip that switch and think long term. So, um. Uh, hopefully more conversations and, and more things are being done, you know, to teach, you know, the financial literacy and financial education, because obviously a lot of that is lacking, uh, not only with players, but, you know, just 20 something in general. Yeah. 20, yeah. 20 in general. But for yeah. us, shit, 26, if you're lucky, that career is over and you don't mm -hmm. made the most money you're probably going to make in your life. So um, you got to be able to manage that for another you know, 50, 50 plus years. So, um, yeah, <laughs> what you say, see, Ma, <laughs> that's a fact, Ma. Hey, no question. No question. I mean, it, it's, it's tough, man. I'm not going to sit here in front like, you know, it's not. But obviously, um, you and I both know, you know, the, 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 the older you get, the wiser you get, you learn from mistakes mm -hmm. that you've made. Um, also surrounding yourself with some, with some credible people. I think a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of times um, we come in this industry, um, not only football, but all across, you know, sports and entertainment, and you get attached to to some some crooks. Some crooks, you know, some 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 guys that's dressed up in a nice suit, being able to mm -hmm. spit games from some things that you've never heard before. And you're like, Well, I know this guy, he, shit, he talking like this, he's in a nice suit. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's, he got he got credentials. He got, know. he got credentials, so he got to know. And then mm -hmm. we 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 look up with these guys, and they burn you. You know what I mean? And that's numerous amount of stories. So again, you know that financial literacy, being able to understand um, how to make your money work for you, that's the biggest thing. And uh, again, that 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 comes with education, and that's one thing I think the NFL could do a better job of is educating. Yeah. Um, the young guys when they come in, not even the young guys. You should, you got some older guys too that that still um, struggle with that. So just as a whole, um, I think the league could do a better job of just that financial literacy piece. The league, the league definitely could be do a better job. And um, more importantly, and I think more what would be more impactful is uh, is obviously we and we talk about it on the show a lot is us doing a better job as well passing that game down, you know, passing it around. Like you said, it's not always a young guy. Sometimes you should year six, seven, nine, and you may not necessarily know. And then you're not going to ask because, you know, whether it's the ego, the pride, the whatever that you want to feel, you know, you don't want to feel like ignorant. You want to look like you got your shit together. You know, that's just a, a male thing, uh, definitely a black male thing. Um, so uh, just passing that game down and around because that, you receive it better that way. Like AB pulled me to the side and said, yo, you know, we, we've, I know I've had the conversations um, as an older guy, I had older guys have it with me, but the more those conversations happen in the locker room, like, Hey, I know you're talking about, you know, starting a, a music label or record label. Hey, I did that. You know, if Man. you're going to do it, don't do this. <laughs> don't do that way. I know you're thinking about opening a restaurant. If you're going to do it, do it this way. I know you think about getting into real estate, Etc. Etc. Because you know, I, I I know I've been burnt 
um, trusting people or, or, you know, taking somebody else's word that vouch for somebody. Um, so what, what would you be, what would be like the best practice, I guess, for, like you said, it's not just athletes, but for people in general that come into money, like you're always talking about putting a, a good group of people around you, a good circle around you. Um, you know, what, what, what's like the best practice of being able to vet those people? Cause you, you come in the game, you 21, 22, shit, it's a lot of, you don't know what you don't know at that point. Man, I think it's patience, bro. I think a lot of times, I think for everybody, it's like, okay, I get this money. I'm going to flip this money. I'm going to make some more money. Whereas when you're patience. talking about, when you're talking about, you know, um, getting good people around you, that's going to take time to really trust trust that person, you know, see what this person is doing. Like, what type of work are they putting out? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know uh, one big thing for me now is like, um who are some of the people that you work with in the past you know um reach out to them you know reach out to them and, and ask questions like how was this personal work ethic like did you trust them like what were they doing so i think for me it's it's, it's really like it's patience like be patient like, on your due diligence on your research um with your people with your business um endeavors um don't rush into it don't rush into yeah. it i don't think you know everything is going to be a big win i think every you know sometimes you you go in the, in a situation like oh, it's going to be a big win for me you know small wins are all gains as well you know what i mean you can yeah. learn just as much from a small win as a big win you know maybe not monetarily but knowledge wise and just uh just the game of whatever you're in you know if you're in the restaurant game like a small win could just be like but well, damn you know i know how this front of the house is working now you know what i mean so mm -hmm. that front of the house you know that, that that that's big for me you know as a as an owner operator you know i know how the back of the house is working so those type things are small wins but in the big scheme of things are are big wins so i think patience is one of the big things that i can tell somebody to have when you're talking about you know just not only money but uh, uh but with, with with everything life you know what i mean yeah for sure that pa patience is is huge because like you said a lot of people uh, when you think of that money, you, you think about flipping it quick. Like, all right, if I'm putting this into that, you know, how wait, hold on. You talking about a, a 10 year exit? Oh no, I'm not trying to wait 10 years to hit, but you can you can invest in a unicorn and you know, 10 years, five, seven years, you know, from now, that's kind of what you know, venture capital and things like that. But it's so many different ways to do it. But patience, if you had the money, especially if you're in a position in your 20s where you you got a good chunk of change where you can be a little more aggressive in some areas. Um, but patience is, is, is huge. Vetting people, like you said, who you worked with in the past. And then also having some checks and balances, you know, not 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 having every everything under one roof. You know, I know a lot of guys come in and people will say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm your agent and I can connect you with this financial guy. And he you know, he's got a CPA and he could, you know, so everything's kind of, so it's no real checks and balances there. So definitely having checks and balances and educating yourself too, man. Like we're in an information age, you know what I mean? As players, as whoever, you got time to, to look up anything else you, you interested in, look up these things that your, that your money is in, ask the, so you know the right questions to ask. And then at this point also, you know, do, do you have skin in the game? You know, you bring an investment to me, we're going in this together like wait okay i'm putting in you know it's a 250k like well, all right you know what, what we doing what you doing what yeah. we doing you know what i mean yeah. so this is such a great opportunity how much you got in it you know exactly. what i mean so um, exactly. having those questions and then having somebody at the table that you know got your best interests at heart whether that's a expert in that field or not 
You know, it's just certain people who know you best and who can pick up on things that you may not pick up. You know, it could be your wife. It could be your mother. It could be your, your whoever, you know, has somebody. So it's a lot of different things, a lot of different ways to do it. And don't try to reinvent the wheel as well. No, sir. <laughs> you always talk about, you know, you yeah, you're sticking with the index funds and S and the you know the things that grow uh moderately over time because you know it's not you know it's the same shit. You know, people trying yeah. to go out and find you know chase new new horses and new unicorns every year. That's how you get in trouble, man. So in trouble, yeah, it's a lot, man. Money. A lot, a lot of free game, man, and and you know, hopefully these conversations just continue to happen. Continue more. to happen, yeah. yeah. I feel like when we were in the locker room, I know when I was in the locker room, talking money was almost taboo in a sense. You know what I mean? Like we just we just stayed out of each other's pockets for the most part, you know, unless yeah, it's and, or a joint investment or something. But outside right. of that, we had these conversations. And respect it. You know what I mean? As we always say, you know, don't count another man's money. So, you know, we it was one of them things as, as just culturally, you know, even to even growing up, you know, really didn't talk about money. So you know what I mean? Not saying that, you know, it was a good thing or the right thing to do, but again, yeah. we we have to change that narrative where if you see some, if you see a young cat or somebody doing something, look, man, what, what you doing? Like, I, again, I'm not trying to count your pocket, but look, yeah. you know, you know, I'm on, I'm on, you know, I'm, I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Again, that narrative has to change. I think slowly but surely it is. Um, you know, I know my last years in the locker room, those conversations was being had with a you know a, a few guys like look what you what you got here professional you know hey look I'm gonna set the dinner up you know I got this guy that I'm working with you know I'll set the dinner up y'all come out y'all listen to him if y'all like it cool if not cool but this is something yeah. that's working for me I at least you're it. yeah yeah I want to I want to pass you you know what I mean and even yeah. even if it's, even if it's a situation that you're not that you're not going to invest in at least you're able to hit sit here and hear the language hear the the, the lingo that they're speaking. Um, ask questions like, "What does this mean? What does EBITDA mean?" Yeah, you know I'm saying like them type things where, you know, at 21, I never heard them type of uh, terms or that was being used. But being exactly. able to sit, being, yeah, being able to sit in these rooms and hear these people talk. So then it is when it, when it is your time to come up and be presented with something, you know, the right questions to ask. You know, oh, it sounds like some BS or whatever the case may be. So again. I think that oh, at least you know, I can go. At least I know I can go back to Antoine and be like, "All right, even if I do have these questions and I am interested, all right, what's the next step? You know what I mean? Can you connect me with somebody who can do? You know what I mean? So like, even give because if you don't open that door from the jump like that, I hear Fred Fred T said all the time when um I am athlete podcast. You know, exposure leads to expansion. I think is what he says. And like, yeah. if you never exposed to it. You don't even know that's an avenue. That's so, a, um, yeah. so no, that's, that's that's definitely a gym, man. Man, it's what else we got going on out here, man? Yeah, how many? Hold on, we got fifteen minutes. Let me go take my little yeah. break real quick, man. Yeah. Y'all drop some drop some questions, man. I can't even see the questions, man. About to, I know them little ones waiting on me at the pool. Oh, it's <laughs> nice out too. Yeah. Hold on, let me be right back. I can't uh, see the question. Hold on, let me see. Um matter of fact, we good money. Hold on, I got some. You see him? Yeah, I see him. All right, bet. Hold on. Be right back. 
true. I wish I wish this was my crib. <laughs> I'm in the tally right now. <clears throat> Man, Tone, did uh, did we lean on bets for advice on who to hire initially? I did not. Um my uh, my situation as far as agent wise, we did um we did our due diligence, my me and my parents, you know, hired, you know, interviewed a, a few agents and um Adisa, I mean I've said this before, came in the crib and I was I was cool with him. Um my parents liked him and just what he was kicking to me is just the knowledge. I felt as though he could only not only be my agent but be a brother and a friend until this day. That's what we are. Um as far as like financially. Um, you know, it, it was it was kind of the same thing, but at that time, you know, I didn't really mess with any big money, so I really didn't need um nobody, somebody doing any any crazy investments uh on, on my end. But as time goes, um, you know, you, you hit that second contract, you get a little bit more money, um, you start to try to you know make your money work for yourself. It, it does come a time where you start asking around, like, hey, you know, who who you using? um and that's where like you know the the relationships in the locker room come in at so um again you know different different things it, it's, it's different for different people but definitely those conversations um are had as far as how like the older guys who've been in it longer um and what they've done in the past and what's worked for them and what hasn't worked for them Man, hey, look, I, um, the pre-order, y'all go, y'all go check the uh, com, man. Um, pre-order the book. I'm, I'm dropping, uh, my new book soon. Um, Better yourself inside the mind of the ultimate underdog, the deluxe edition, man. I'm adding a chapter. Um, I originally dropped it 18 December 18, man. Obviously, 2021, a lot has happened in my personal life. Um. Retired, another baby, and then living through this pandemic, man. So again, man, just dropping some gems in this book. How you can better yourself, how you can believe in yourself. Um, I did it. You can do it too, man. So y'all tap into that. www.answerforthedaycom. I can pre-order that. So cop, I'm about to put that in the chat right now. Hold on, pop. Um, there we go. We got any, um, we got any good ones? Go cop that. Go cop that. Hey, how let me, I'm on Cameo too now, man. I saw AB. I saw you was on there too. Let me up on Cameo. That should have been fun. But, uh, what have we got? Somebody uh, asked a question about how they can, um, get confidence in their game. Oh uh, man, shoot. Um how you get confidence in your game, though. I would say studying. Studying gave me the most uh confidence because um, you know, you felt the more answers you got, the less you're thinking, at least knowing your own stuff, you know, even if you don't know what the opponent is bringing to the table, at least knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, knowing the strengths and weaknesses of your defense, um, or offense, whatever you're playing. Um, and that gave me 
more more confidence because I coming in it was only one time honestly in my whole athletic career I lost uh, confidence or lost any level of confidence and I was like my second year in the league when I got benched in New England and you know it was one of them times where I was like damn like I was like playing like not to make a mistake and that was the worst football I ever played in my life just because I can't you can't you my experience you can't play like that like you got to be able to you got to be able to just drop your nuts and go and yeah. trust yourself and trust the game. And you can't trust yourself truly unless you put that work in and you know what the hell going on. So that preparation um, creates the confidence. And that goes into any field. Right? If, it's mm -hmm. a, if it's a meeting I'm going into, if it's an interview I'm going into, like if I know the questions or I know whatever ahead of time, I'm way more confident going into that situation. Um, so take that into any any lane of uh of work in my opinion preparation always gonna bring confidence what about, what about if you could go back to um 16 year old d but like you know you're a junior high school like and you're trying to improve your game like what would you tell yourself 16 oh man i always tell kids at that age man just enjoy it you know what i mean as long as you enjoying it um and i enjoyed it i, I always love to compete so I, I honestly I wouldn't change anything in that in that lane. Um, I know people do a lot of specialized training and a lot of this, a lot of that. But I would just honestly just say enjoy it. Uh, I played basketball. I was running track. I was playing football. And I just enjoyed competing. Enjoy seeing different people competing against different people, competing against friends. So I would just say continue to compete, continue to try find new challenges. I always wanted to play the best person wherever they was at. I wanted to bump into him and, and match him. whether i won lost a draw i won most of them but I, that that meant, that's what meant something to me so i that's 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 what i would say to my um old self just enjoy it because it definitely gets to a point where um if you are lucky enough to go play professionally it gets to a point where the business surpasses the game it's like you got to think about this as you you know this is darius butler incorporated so you know and you know all the bullshit that going behind the scenes it kind of takes away, eats that, you know, that that natural love of the game. So when you're 16, that's when it's pure. That's when you can really just enjoy that shit. So that's what I would tell um, cats that age. Just enjoy it. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Continue to enjoy it. Continue to learn. Continue to win, lose, um, and just keep moving forward. Keep betting on yourself, as my dog would say. Uh, uh, I mean, what about you? You go back and tell yourself different? Man, nah, I think, I think you kind of hit it on the head. Like, enjoy it enjoy and control what you can control um at yep. that age just you know your grades you can control that your work that work ethic i think that was like some of the the, the the most important things and and being able to be coachable like at that age you don't know it all so to be able to yeah. be coachable even you know, if you're the best person on the field every time you step on it no question like you got to be able to be coachable where you know somebody telling you something um, that you're doing wrong and you're able to receive that information put 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 forth to to be better at that so if you can work hard you got good work i think you can be coachable man that that's that's going to help your confidence all in itself because you got people willing to help you as um the coaches used to say like don't worry about it when i'm on you that mean i care but when i'm not yeah. to you, then that's what you need to be worried so like if, if you got people in your corner that's trying to help you get better that should help gain confidence help boost your confidence so Again, man, just work hard. Like uh, D. Bus said, enjoy it. And then just just be able to remain coachable. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. 
Um, yeah, somebody Zach said going up against Randy. Yeah, going up against that was that was one thing coming into the league. You know, you had your rookie mini camps, and the coaches almost scare you into because, like I said, you got to have that confidence. And it may sound crazy to some people, but for me, when I got to the league, I was like, I can't wait to practice against Brady and, and Randy Moss and Westwood. Like, I can't wait for this shit. Like, this is what I've been looking forward to my whole life, and I got you know the best in my eyes. So let's get it. And then, um, like I said. I was I was cool with losing. You know what I mean? I, I didn't want to, obviously, but I was cool with losing because you go back, you say, all right, he got me like that. I can't let him get me again the same way. You know, I got to learn from that. So uh, and, going up against and, Randy, going up against Tom was definitely incredible yeah. for uh, everything. And like you said, it depends on who you who you're losing against. You feel what I'm saying? Like if it's a guy yeah. that's that 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 doesn't work as hard as you or that doesn't have the ability that you have and you're losing now you gotta look at yourself in the mirror and be like okay well what am i doing wrong you know what i'm saying but then like you said you're going against future hall of famers and you're losing it's like i'm i'm not losing now i'm, learning, I'm getting lessons now <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like these are lessons that 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 i'm that i'm receiving so again man it's just how you look at it but again like you said like i was never you know again well, I, of course, I was against losing, but the way I would, the way I would lose, that would have, that would be the biggest thing in my eyes. Like, okay, did I put yeah. 110 percent in it? Did I come prepared? If I was like that and I lost, shit, I got to chalk it up to the game. You know what I mean? Facts. So, yeah. Somebody actually, um, I mean, that kind of would be my answer to this question: What's the best thing about competing? Um, see, I think I just kind of said it. Yeah. That the best thing about it, like, see, I learn a lot about myself. You know what I mean? I learn a lot about myself when, when it comes to competing. Like, okay, well, say in high school, like you said, like, I want to go against the top dog, and I'm competing mm -hmm. my ass off, and I'm getting my head knocked off. Guess what? A.B., you got a little bit more work to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I'm learning about myself or vice versa. Like, you know, um, you in the league and you going against one of the best tight ends or one of the best receivers, you got clamps on them. I'm like, shit, I'm at the top of my game right now. Yeah. So when you when you compete, you learn a lot about yourself. I think that's what I kind of take away from, 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 from competing. Yeah. And then you being around, uh, it's like, shit, I know, especially now. So being out of the game, a lot of times I'm working out of something, I'm working out by myself. And that shit is the worst shit in the world to me because I, I, don't, I don't have, like, somebody next to me. I don't have an Antoine. I don't have a Tavon. I don't have somebody that's, you know, trying to reach, you know, trying to continue to elevate. And, um, you know, you know you're preparing for, you know, Sundays, you know, down the line and, like, just working out yourself. It's like, yeah, getting it set. But like, when somebody else, like, offseason, we usually work out in groups, you know, groups of guys that's all around the league because we want to push each other. We want to compete. We want to continue to get better. So, that's a that's the best thing about competing, man. You know, because we say it a lot in sports, especially in football. You never stand the same. You know, you're getting better, you're getting worse. And I believe personally, that's that's with everything. You know, you're getting better, you're getting worse. So um that that that's 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 what it is. Promo nah. code still man to man on the manscape. Make sure y'all get y'all 20% off, free shipping, all that. We need my man, shit. my man. Shout out to my man Rod, man. My man Rod, he uh he tapped into that. He, he put that code in, um, knock some, hey, knock yeah. some dollars, he knocked some dollars off that thing. He sent yeah. me, uh, he sent me his invoice. I said, hey, look, I said, hey, look, it's gonna come in handy. That's, hey, man, when y'all when y'all do it, man, add us, man, add us on Twitter. 
on IG. Please do. You know what I mean? Let me let me let me let me see who using them codes, man. We got time for probably one more. Put this back up there one more time, real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, appreciate you, man. We got to jump back on Clubhouse soon, too, man. When our AB get off vacation. Yeah, man. Yeah, we be here for the for the rest of the week, man. Kids out here having a ball, man. I already know. I already know that weather too. Yeah. Uh da, da, da. I wanna come on, give us one last <laughs> good question. Hey, I know you see, Yo. I know you see this shit. <laughs> Boy, piss. Hey, I don't know if he got something up his sleeve or what. <laughs> hey, that's what I, I said. Either either Paul was just ready to get. He's get ready to get up out of there. Yeah. I, when I oh. saw it, I'm like, yo, he he bugging. He's 43. You can't go out like that. Hey, hey, I'm 43. Yeah, I, I'm 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 staying. I'm, I'm gonna stay tuned, man. He he gotta have something up his sleeve, bro. Like he he, needed, he he needed out of that contract or something, bro. Like the truth. Crazy. Hey, I do want to ask. Oh, you I got a cameo so notification. Or, hey, y'all some real ones, man. Hey, I got a question for you. Did you see when Skip and um Sam had uh, Michael Rappaport on? He was talking about the KD jump. Yeah, man, I seen that shit. Now he he, he was <laughs> obviously trolling, but I when I'm watching it, I'm like, yo, this gotta be a joke. This gotta be a joke. But you know, you never know. These, these cats do anything for clout these days, man. Yeah, but, uh, that whole situation to me is some sucker shit. In my yeah. in my personal opinion, like what what, uh, what Rappaport does, what, what I've known him to do at least, you know, going at whether it's athletes, politicians, whoever, he always going his crazy rents, and then you know somebody getting your DMs talking crazy, you go crazy. put it out there. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that was some sucker shit. Yeah, that was that was crazy. I'm glad they was. I'm mad they was even giving him airtime with that. Right, but I'm glad. I'm, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad. Uh, yeah, Katie went off on that boy. But I'm glad um, I'm, I'm I'm glad Santa kept it a button with him too though. Like, come on, like said basically say the same thing you said. Like you be at everybody's neck, but then as soon as somebody come at you, you want to blast it out to the world. Like, why yeah. not just why not just jump in that man's DMs and be like, look, I right, we taking it too far. I'm on yeah, follow, follow me. Like, and that's that, and you know, who we'll let bygone be bygone, but KD was wilding too though. <laughs> KD got tired hey. of that shit. If you're gonna do it, man, Dame, Dame, Dame had a, a a hell of a response to somebody. Somebody got on his Twitter talking crazy and um he talking about how Steph Curry owns him and, and he did this and he Dame was like, I'm gonna touch 400. I'm gonna touch 400 M's before I'm 35. Say less. Sheesh. Yeah, you can't say shit back to that. I'm gonna drop the mic. Yeah, that, that's it. So uh but yeah, man, let you get back to your vacation, man. It's 12 o'clock, so y'all know what to do. Yeah, we'll yeah. Back, back, man. And um, so we going to be at Thursday. Thursday? Man, Let's do it. I'm, I'm here, morning, baby. Man. We back. Thursday we back. morning. We back. Might be, little, might be, might be <laughs> have a little hangover or whatever, but yeah. you know me, baby. I'm back. You out there, pump fake. You out there on the Shirley Temples. Hey, Three cheers. <laughs> look at here, man. Manscaped, man. Man, the man. Put that cold in. Y'all holla at man, me. two men. The number two. Y'all do that let, again. Yeah, let us know you do it too. And man. Y'all go ahead and pre-order that book. Better yourself. We all can do it early and often. Yes, sir. Better yourself. Yeah. Damn. Man, we out. Right, man. We out of here.
Peace.